Welcome to the Enliven Beverage Deal Podcast, where we're all about saving and making you money by taking both the guesswork and the legwork out of your beverage partnership and by leveling the playing field when it comes to negotiating your beverage contracts. I'm your host, Tim Harms. We've got a great show for you today. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm really excited about our show today. I am here with Jose Avia. He's the CEO and founder of DraftSurf, an incredible technology that we've learned about. Uh, we were actually looking at, uh, internally at our shop about, and discussing what the future of uh, dispensing fountain beverages, dispensing soft drink beverages will be in a post-COVID-19 world. And uh, we learned about uh, incredible technology that's been developed by DraftServe. And uh, Jose has been gracious enough to come on and tell us a little bit about his company, his journey, and uh, where he sees this industry going. So, Jose, great to have you with us. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Excellent. Well, um, you've developed an incredible product and technology. Uh, I first saw it on a video uh, that you had posted to LinkedIn or someone on your team had posted to LinkedIn just demoing uh, this technology. But can you tell us a little bit about DraftServe and uh, the technology you've developed? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So DraftServe Technologies has been a company that I uh, started a little over 10 years ago, and we are a beverage technology company. Um, we got our, our, our roots in and founded the company around self-serve draft beer dispense uh, in restaurants and bars um, where we had to meter and manage the product uh, in a self-serve environment. Uh, but it's evolved quite a bit. And um, now we're deploying a, a software platform strategy across the beverage industry um, where we fundamentally take any beverage dispenser out there, any tap, fountain, or draft dispenser. Um, and we make it a smart and connected device that can also be integrated into POS and payment systems. Um, so once we do that, these what were once isolated and dummy dispensers can now think, capture data, communicate with other dispensers on property and multi-property, and then can be tied into uh, cashless payment and POS systems. And the net of that is, is that our clients, whether it be C-stores, uh, cruise ships, hotel groups, QSRs, um, can basically take the same dispensers they have with the same beverages they're selling, only do it in either a, a faster and more frictionless environment or, uh, and or more profitably. Wow. So just to give our, our listeners a visual of how this works, um, is it a QR code that's placed on the disposable cup? Is, are there, is it a sensor under the Spencer, how does it actually work? So, um, yeah. So right now we have what uh, we just introduced this this year uh, as what we call a BevBot. And it's a side-standing reader that sits next to any beverage dispenser. So any hot coffee dispenser, uh, frozen drink dispenser, fountain soda dispenser, et cetera. And on the front end, we'll read anything, meaning we can read a student ID, a room key, a cabin key, a, a mobile wallet. We can read an RFID tag. A QR printed cup, a QR printed POS receipt, for example. Uh, we can read any of those things, and that is what we call our authentication method. So we can authenticate the user, and once we establish who the user is, we then can control the dispenser. So on the back end, that same BevBot plugs into any dispenser um, and allows us to kind of create that network of dispense, if you will. And from there, 
we can manage and control what's dispensed, when it's dispensed, to whom it's dispensed, how frequently, uh, et cetera. And then on the back end, we capture all that information, all the beverage transaction user data um, that we help our clients, the retailers, um, use in order to become uh, more profitable and to, to solve problems they have moving forward. That's amazing. I mean, I think about uh, our clients, particularly uh, in the restaurant channel, but really across the board. I mean, you, you know how much gallonage of fountain syrup you go through. Uh, but in terms of transactional data, really, unless you're using that really expensive new touchscreen technology and you get the feedback from the beverage provider, you don't have that cup by cup technology. I mean, I can see just how all that data is incredibly useful. Um, and, and you mentioned you have a background in uh, uh, the restaurant operations. You worked at a few, re- you, you actually started and, and um, worked in ownership in a few restaurants, I believe. How did this idea get started? And really, how has your background as an operator really helped inform the way that you all go to market today? Uh, yeah, so I'm a career restaurateur entrepreneur. Um, I opened my first restaurant when I was 29 years old. And um, continue to do that for many years. And the way I got started with, with, with draft serving this technology is I started building beverage technology in my own restaurants. Um, and that's really what got this started. I mean, at the end of the day, um, tap, fountain, and draft dispense of any beverage typically is the most profitable way for us to sell any of these beverages. It's not mm-hmm. in a package. The problem is most of us are terribly inefficient at it mm-hmm. and have huge waste and loss rates. And, and, and that's because we don't have any visibility into what we're pouring, when we're pouring, how we're pouring. We don't have any control over it. Um, and those two fundamental, um, let's say, business levers, visibility and control, that, that really exist behind almost every system we have in our, in our operations, we simply don't have behind beverage dispense. So I saw a, 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 a big hole there that needed to be filled as far as opportunities concerned and learnings concerned. Um, you know, for, to give you a, a a real example behind that. For example, the National Restaurants Association will publish a number. These days it's 25 or 26%, meaning that's the amount of draft beer that's lost every year to spillage, waste, and theft. That's a published and accepted number. We would never accept that number in any other facet of our business, but we do in draft beer, unfortunately. Um, But if you were to ask the same thing for fountain soda, for example, there is not a published number because no one knows. Um, we, We literally don't know. My my convenience store clients that I talked to today, you know, they use their cups as their inventory control device. Their, um, you know, their uh, that's where they set pricing, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, it's a ninety-nine cent cup for the dollar twenty-nine cup. And the problem they're having today is people are filling the cups with all types of beverages, but they don't really know what's in the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, they just know how many of the cups they sold. They don't know how much of the beverage they necessarily sold. Right. So we we help them with that. Well, that's fantastic. Um, I love hearing people's story of innovation coming out of the industry. I mean, there's so much innovation right now in the food service industry. Um, so a question I have, well, really, could you, I mean, I know you'd started focusing more on the alcoholic side of, uh, of the equation. And um, do I have it right that you're more recently uh, now exploring the non-alcoholic, the uh, fountain uh, soda? Uh, is that a more recent development for your company? That, that's correct. We only started with non-alcoholic about two and a half years ago. We started doing fountain soda. In, in our first client was actually an NFL stadium where we converted the whole club level to self-serve controlled fountain dispense. So 
Every fountain dispenser was self-serve, like you would see in a lot of QSRs today. Only you had to scan a cup, and those codes we used were used to control whether you had a small, medium, or large pour or an unlimited refill pour. So we basically leveraged software to make something uh, faster uh, and more profitable at the same time. Uh, and it was viewed as a value add, obviously, for, for, the, for the guests uh, coming through. So yeah, non-alcoholic is newer to us. However, with that said, we, as this evolves, we think we'll be doing far more non-alcoholic than alcohol um, as unattended solutions around um, non-alcoholic beverages can be fully unattended, right? With alcohol, there's always a liability and a control piece that has to exist with a human being. So um, yeah. uh, when you think about, um, let's call it um, scalability from an unattended standpoint, non-alcoholic is the, the obvious mover. Wow. So, I mean, if I'm hearing you correctly, there's a cost savings here. I mean, potentially lower labor. There is lower theft or spillage or, or just walk of inventory. And you're actually saying there's, there's a customer loyalty piece, a perk to, to implementing this program. So potentially higher sales. I mean, from the initial, um, I don't want to say test, but the initial uh, launch of these programs with your early customers on the non-alcoholic side, are you seeing all of that come out in, in you know, the real data, um, uh, less cost and actually increased uh, revenue from the, the beverage sales? Yes, absolutely. I'll give you a great example. We um, did an installation in the new New Orleans airport with hot coffee. Um, and there today, passengers simply go to a counter. They choose one of, I believe, 18 different coffee choices. And um, the, the, the attendant rings them up and then hands them a QR coded receipt. They just take that over to the coffee dispensers, scan it on the coffee dispenser, and the dispenser will only pour what they paid for at the POS system because we've, we've connected the coffee dispenser to the POS system. So now our client, Sessionaire, um, their coffee shop is merely one person um, who takes orders and the rest is done on self-fulfillment. So um, for the passenger, it's, it's a whole lot faster. Um, and for the retailer themselves, um, you know, it's obviously with only one employee running a whole coffee shop. Um, it makes a lot of sense. And and what we're developing with them now that you will see probably take another six to 12 months um, is this will all be app driven. So the passenger, while you're in the security line, you'll order your coffee for, let's say, Concourse D. And when you get, we'll shoot you a QR code. And when you get there, you'll simply scan that code off your phone on the coffee dispenser and it will pour what you ordered. Um, so it'll be, um, well, you know, very seamless and a frictionless experience that's, that's far more faster excuse me, that's faster um, and is customized for the user so that he can streamline his experience. Excellent. So uh, help me get my uh, mind around how this works actually in, in practicality. I mean, do you use your own equipment? Do you retrofit old equipment? Do you work with the equipment manufacturers, Cornelius, Lancer? Do you work with Coke and Pepsi to, as they're installing new accounts? How does it actually go to market? Uh, so, yeah, the answer is yes to all that. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we have our own proprietary software that's patented, right? We have the vast majority of my payroll goes to really smart folks writing code. Um, we're, a, we're a software company and we have a software platform and that's what we focus on. And we do. We partner with dispenser companies to create these solutions. We don't try to, you know, we don't create new beverages or new beverage dispensers or anything like that. 
We just partner with the, the players that are already out there. They're the experts in those fields. Um, we just try to take what we call the beverage technology ecosystem. Um, you know, that crossroads between payment POS systems, beverage dispensers, and beverage brands. Um, we just try to take that intersection um, uh, and, and bring value to it so that all players in there uh, can win. Excellent. So if we had, um, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of different people from a lot of different industries listening in, but we've got a big hospital uh, uh, client uh, base. And so if a, if a hospital executive is listening in and they're responsible for 100 uh, hospitals across the U.S., uh, different cafeterias, fountain machines, and their docs lounges, and even the EMS lounges. Um, and, you know, they, they want to provide beverages after hours. Uh, so unattended uh, fountain machines makes a lot of sense. I mean, they want to give their employees, um, you know, maybe uh, uh, have a discount on beverages and they can just pay for it through their employee ID. There's a lot of things that you're saying that would maybe be attractive to them. And uh, they ha- they're in the middle of a long-term agreement with either Coke or Pepsi right now for system-wide. And they, they called you. Would you be able to work with them in the middle of an agreement? And would you go retrofit all of their uh, equipment right now? How, you know, how would you approach a situation in real life like that? Yeah, so we would retrofit their existing equipment. That's exactly right. We are very familiar with Cornelius Lancer and other players out there. Um, have worked with them extensively in the past. And, 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 and we had to. In other words, we had to make sure that our software and our technology was compliant under their warranty support, right? So that mm-hmm. they're, uh, we weren't compromising the integrity of, of their dispensers, for example. So uh, we're familiar with them and work hand in hand with them. We can retrofit existing equipment. Um, and your example is spot on. Uh, for a hospital system, for example, we would, we would uh, take those dispensers, we'd retrofit them, we'd make them so they're now smart connected devices. They'd all be communicating with each other. And then we could tie them into um, uh, two ways of reading. For example, we could read employee IDs for all the employees to simply scan and pour. And at the same time, also do, say, a QR coded receipt that came out of their POS systems, out of their cafeterias, so that their guests that visit the hospital would pay and scan and pour. And the employees could also scan and pour with their, with their ID. So um, really from one platform, we can create several solutions in those environments. Wow. It just seems like a super flexible program. Really, really interesting. Um, I want to return back to where, we start, where I started this conversation and how we, we really got connected, which was trying to envision the fountain business evolving in a post-COVID-19 world. Um, just from your vantage point, um, I know no one has a crystal ball here, but what are you seeing? What are you hearing in the industry? And where do you think the soda fountain business is going to go in the wake of what we're currently living yeah. through? Well, I think two things. Number one is touchless or contactless. Um, without a doubt, we, we uh, literally just came up with our capability set in that uh, about a month ago where we can eliminate all the buttons and levers that go on any type of fountain equipment, get rid of the handles on, on tap dispense for cold brew coffees, draft beer, et cetera, um, or we just use what we call cup sensing technology. We uh, can scan, we know where the cup is, and we'll only dispense the beverage um, the, the, under the valve or the tap of the cup sitting under. So we can now just, by sensing that cup, turn, turn the dispense on and off and control it with cup sensing. So. Um, we think contactless and touchless, without a doubt, 
um, will be a long-term safety measure that I think retailers will put in place. Um, if, if you look at most fountain dispensers, people will fill a cup, they'll take a sip and they'll put it back under the lever again. And while that may have been okay in the past, I don't think moving forward that will ever be again. So um, we've got a solution for that. We can retrofit existing dispensers. That's number one. Number two, um, just like cash registers, you know, 20 years ago, cash registers turned into POS systems, right? Um, we turned the corner and we made cash registers smart connected devices that could process payment. They could think, capture data and, and communicate with other technologies. Um, so too will beverage dispensers. Today, it really doesn't exist. Um, and I think that's primarily because most of the beverage dispenser innovation has been behind either hardware manufacturers or beverage brands, big beverage brands. Um, and it hasn't really been software companies that have gone out there to innovate in this, in this world. So um, I think smart connected dispenses of the future. Um, I don't think in 10 years, um, if your draft beer system, your fountain soda system, your coffee system, if it can't be smart and connected uh, on, its, on your property and give you real-time visibility and control over all your products, I don't think it'll be of much value to you. Well, this has been a really enlightening conversation for me. And once again, I'm just, when I hear uh, people like you out there just innovating, bringing new things to the industry, it just inspires me. I'm, uh, uh, so I've, I've enjoyed this conversation. Thank you, Jose. Um, last question. Thank you. If someone wants to engage with you or your team, uh, how can they find you and learn more? Yeah, absolutely. So they can just come to www.draftserve.com. That's Drafter without an E at the end. Um, uh, that's our website. And certainly uh, you can find us on LinkedIn is what we use the most. Um, and we have uh, a bunch of videos out there we put out recently that, that demo these, uh, our technology and also a lot of our new touchless innovations is there to see. So that's where folks can find us. Excellent. Well, Jose, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, likewise, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Thanks everyone for listening in. Hope you found that informative. If you have a burning question about your beverage negotiation or partnership, we'd love to hear from you and answer it on this podcast. Reach out to us by emailing podcast at enlivenpartnership.com. And hey, before we sign off, I want to remind you that you can take both the guesswork and the legwork out of your beverage partnership. You can level the playing field in your beverage negotiations, and you can save or make your company millions through a new or an improved beverage agreement. The first step is a free beverage opportunity analysis, which will tell you just how much you can save or you can make. Sign up for your free beverage opportunity analysis at enlivenpartnership.com and by clicking free savings estimate. On behalf of everyone here at Enliven, Thanks for listening in.